On March 3, 2004, a month before the opening of a new baseball season, John A. Logan held a conference on baseball and Americana. The conference was organized by history professor David Cochran and psychology instructor, now retired, Dennis Jung. The speakers at the conference included UMSL history professor Charles Kaur, author of a book on the impact of the Players' Union and free agency on baseball, and Raymond Doswell, a curator at the Negro League Museum in Kansas City. I was also invited to speak and planned to give a talk on baseball's best books. I was scheduled in as the opening act for the keynote speaker Jim Bouton, who had written Ball Four, a kiss-and-tell memoir that became one of the most controversial and widely read books in baseball history. Sports Illustrated named it the third most important book on sports ever written, while the New York Public Library included Ball Four in its list of the 100 best nonfiction books of the 20th century. The hard-throwing Jim Bouton, who died a few weeks ago at the age of 80, had a great start to his baseball career, pitching his way into the 1963 All-Star Game in his second season with the Yankees, then leading the Yankees with 18 wins in 1964 and defeating the Cardinals twice in the World Series that year. By the end of the decade, however, after struggling with a sore arm, he was barely hanging on with the expansion Seattle Pilots by getting batters out with a knuckleball. During the 1969 season, Bowden began keeping notes, and with the help of sports writer Leonard Schechter, he hoped to publish a book on his experiences in the game. When excerpts of the book were published in Look Magazine in 1970, readers loved the book's honesty and humor, but the baseball establishment was shocked by Bowden's revelations of the pettiness in baseball and meanness and stupidity beyond belief. Baseball commissioner Bowie Kuhn summoned Bowden to his office and ordered Bowden to stop the publication of the book and to sign a statement that what he had written about baseball was untrue. It was bad judgment on his part that there were things that were sacrosanct that ought to stay among the players and the managers and the coaches. And it just wasn't good form, good idea, good stuff. It was a bad thing to do. It was embarrassing. When Bowden refused, he became a baseball pariah who, because of what he wrote about Mickey Mantle, was banned by the Yankees from their old-timers games. Mickey never spoke to me after Ball Four. In 1994, his son uh, Billy passed away, or it might have been 95. Um, and I sent him a note telling him how badly I felt, that I had a nice memory of Billy. I told Mickey uh, I'd take this opportunity to say I hoped he was feeling okay about Ball Four these days. I never wrote it to hurt him. I never thought he'd respond to it. Ten days went by, and. I walked into my office and my secretary standing by the answering machine on my telephone. She says, I want you to play this one yourself. So I punched the button and I heard that Oklahoma twang. Hi, Jim, this is Mick. I got your note about Billy, thank you. And I uh, just want you to know something. He said, I, I, I'm okay about ball four these days. And one more thing, he said, I want you to know I'm not the reason you don't get invited back to old timers day. He said, I heard that going around. He said, that's not true. I never said that to anybody. Anyway, thanks for your note. Halfway through his talk at the baseball conference, a fire alarm interrupted Jim Bowden and sent everyone out of the building. Undaunted, Bowden, after laughingly suggesting that the false alarm was proof that the baseball establishment was still out to get him, finished his talk outside to the light of those at the conference. Bowden was at his most outrageous when he recounted a story that he told in his new book, Foul Ball, about the day he spoke at the baseball reliquary an organization devoted to recognizing and honoring rebels, radicals, and reprobates. 
He decided to have some fun by telling the audience that baseball was doomed because American kids were taught in Little League that you needed parents and uniforms in order to play. His solution, instead of building ballparks in Iowa cornfields, our only hope was to build more prisons. Baseball's most outrageous maverick concluded with more kids living below the poverty line and tax dollars going for new stadiums at the expense of our schools, our prisons will become the new sandlots. If we build them, they will come. Once again, American kids will be choosing up sides, playing with tape, bats, and balls, and using rocks for bases. I can see the bumper stickers. My kid plays left field for Sing Sing. I had no idea that the Reverend Jim Bowden would have an impact on my life, though it didn't involve playing baseball in prison. In the audience that day was Tom Goodell, the station manager at WSIU-FM. After the conference, he asked if I'd be interested in doing a couple of radio interviews. A week later, I sat down in front of a microphone with a talented Brad Palmer, who got me through the interviews that launched the Reading Baseball series. So, if you don't like reading baseball, blame Jim Bowden. Like Bowden, I always like to end on a positive note. This is Pete Peterson for Reading Baseball.